0: This is an Artist Journey podcast, the podcast for people thriving and creating as artists. I'm your host, Malcolm Dewey, and let's begin. Hi and welcome to an Artist Journey podcast. So happy to be back with you again and chatting about what's been going on both uh in my studio and in the art world in general. And while we're racing off towards the end of the year, and 2018 is, what, about six weeks away? I think it's a, little, a bit... Um, I think some of us are already starting to plan for next year. We've probably been doing that for a while already. And uh, others are looking forward to the end of year break, if you have one coming. And the Christmas holidays and all of that sort of thing fantastic to look forward to. And and I'm also looking forward to some time with a bit of different scenery and doing some outdoor painting as well. But instead of just focusing on the next year, I also tend to look back on the year that was and maybe just um, assess a few things and, and see what happened. I think 2017 has gone so fast and there's been so much going on so much happening and I'm sure your life probably much the same. These days I think everyone complains about the speed of of life and there's hardly a pause for a bit of reflection. So I decided for this episode I'm going to have a look at um, how my art business has more or less been going. I know for many creatives and and artists, photographers, whatever you may be involved in. Building your business for most of us is a painstaking process and it takes a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of patience. We tend to only hear about the overnight success, but so often that overnight success took a good five to ten years of hard work before suddenly hitting the fast track. But for me, I'm not... Really focused on trying to hit a fast track. I enjoy what I do and I'm more than happy to build it up steadily over the years. And hopefully, touch wood, I'm going to be doing that for many more years to come. So, who knows what the future is going to hold, but uh, hopefully, I think we can all really um, count on and uh, hope that it's going to be an upward track no matter what we're involved in. So, when I look back how I've got to this position, it's a good time to actually look back and assess what has been working. I know a lot of people are starting their journeys and their online business or their bricks and mortar business, whatever it is, starting something. Every day there's someone starting up and it looks like a massive amount of work and a long road ahead. So perhaps some of these um, reflections might be of use to you if you're starting out and maybe you're not sure of what works and what doesn't. So right at the top of the list, if I haven't said it before, I'm going to repeat it probably for the tenth time. That is to say, be prepared to to do the work. Show up each day with a positive spirit and do the work. Okay, now I got that out the way. Let's move on to a few other things. Let's take uh, an artist, for instance, like myself. When it comes to the work, it means that I have to work on my painting and produce actual paintings. It's not enough to talk about them. It's not enough to simply talk about how great it is to be an artist and how special we are and etc, etc. No, the truth is we are just uh, another person. I'm just another person in the world trying to contribute my little bit. There's nothing innately special about that. It's uh, one in seven billion, and hopefully I can contribute my, my little bit and it as a positive impact. Hoping for more than that is not uh, something you should really be focusing on, but rather focusing on producing the core work to the best of your ability. So how do I put that work out there? And because I have a focus on an internet-based business, so I'm not bound to expensive overheads, for instance, um, renting premises or constantly chasing after galleries. Although I like to have a gallery representation, um, there's no doubt about that. But they're not my main focus. My main focus is growing my own business and being self-sufficient. That requires me to do my marketing and try and focus on what is working and leave out what isn't working. So after about 7 years of of working on this business, I can say that the bedrock or the the foundation of the online business besides the work that I produce is a blog. For a lot of people starting out, building up a blog seems to be a heck of a lot of work. And is it really worth it? Should you rather not focus on just um, being a social media star? Well, I've touched on this on a previous podcast about whether artists should blog. And I'm not going to repeat all of that. But all I can say is from my own experience that a consistent um, approach to blogging on a regular basis has formed a solid foundation. And I don't have any other platform that I'm dependent on because I've written each and every article in my blog and it is there and I own it and control it and I can put my blog anywhere I want. It is mine and I have steadily built up a good amount of uh, readership and the blog has led to many other opportunities. Without any doubt at all, um, start a blog. Starting a blog doesn't mean you're going to be a hit at it from the get go. There's no point in postponing starting a blog until you have learned everything about SEO and online marketing, because nobody is ever going to know it all and there's no point in delaying anymore. So if you haven't started or thinking about it, you may as well start today and then develop your blog as you go along. Yes, do study things like SEO. Do study how to optimize your blog. All these these tweaks are essential. But ultimately, you need a blog that you want to sit down and write. So you must have enough drive, passion and interest in the subject to want to actually sit down and write out a thousand word article. Once you've got that squared away, then all the other tweaks and optimizations will be much easier to carry out. And I do recommend a few things like, um, for instance, check out uh, backlinko.com, a blog developed by uh, Brian Dean. You can also check him out on YouTube. He's got a, a great little channel that is extremely popular and Visit his website as well. You will find a lot of very practical and up-to-date tips on how to optimize SEO and your blog, your YouTube channel, whatever you are using. But ultimately, you need a blog. And you will see from Brian Dean's articles on his blog that he doesn't mess around with um, little short articles that are lacking in substance. He goes all out and he creates what you may call a pillar post. Each time he produces a blog article, it is a big beast of an article that is probably going to get him first place results on Google search. So not every article has to be that way, of course. And I don't try and produce an article every day. I don't try to overwhelm people with articles. Uh, Ultimately, I have to be in the studio and doing my painting and uh, doing my art teaching. So that's number one. So I can't uh, be expected to write an article each day, but I try and produce a decent blog article once a week and that works for me. Over time, it pays me a lot of dividends. So it is a long game and that's the way you need to play it. So other things that are important, of course, um, you will have social media and social media can be a great way to amplify your message. Once again, you can't dominate every channel. Find the ones that work for you and focus on them. But be careful about making them the major focus of your business. Also be careful about just throwing money into paid marketing. Rather, focus on producing excellent value work on your blog and in your business itself. And then amplify that with social media. Sure, on Facebook, you're going to be boosting a few posts uh, now and then, and you're going to dabble in some advertising as well, probably. For some people, they can spend thousands and thousands in that area, but uh, it's certainly not something I can do or justify. And nor, you know, should I, because at the end of the day, I've got to have the proper work and uh, I get far more um, organic traffic, far more word of mouth, far more interest when the actual art that I produce is good. Recently, I saw a question on a, a social channel and the question was directed to artists. And the question was, which social media channel has been the best um, channel for promoting your work to customers? And it's quite a, a difficult question because there's so many things in that question if you drill down a bit. Um, and exactly what what are you looking for? Is it uh, conversions, getting people to sign up for email lists? Is it people who actually buy your art? Or is it people who are just um, giving you likes and shares? So what to, to get back from your social channels depends on each person individually. But it was interesting looking at various comments because the the question seemed to gain a lot of traction in itself. And I think that is the question is an excellent one because it sparked so much debate and interest. So the person asking that question was actually very clever and almost you could say it was a strategically made question. But anyway, looking at the answers to that question, the majority of people answering it were all talking about Instagram. Instagram was giving them the most uh, attention, the most love. But um, a few, and then, you know, the usual um, follow-up channels being Facebook, and and, uh, it made me Really sit back and think a little, because in amongst the other answers were people talking about um, uh, social channels that actually didn't feature very highly in the, the answers. For example, Pinterest. And I found this very unusual. My personal experience is that, for instance, I get a lot of organic attention, let's put it that way, on Instagram. You probably find this yourself if you post a nice picture, you get a lot of likes And people think it's cool. When I look at my website's statistics, visitors from Instagram are hardly feature. This is the thing. One or two people did say that although they get attention on Instagram, very few people actually go to the trouble of clicking through. Which means that to to make it simpler To get a visit from Instagram, you need to do a promoted post on Instagram. And personally, I don't feel that promoting posts on Instagram works for me. I know some products, especially at this time of year, seem to do very well with promoted posts. And they got some type of fancy product, which gains a lot of attention. Usually some sort of gimmick. But uh, let's put that aside and let's look at a long game. What about actually considering what you want to get out of your social channels. Do you just want to build a brand? And, or I shouldn't shouldn't say just, because building a brand is important. So Instagram, I think, is great for building a brand and awareness of your brand. And there are a few people that actually make a good living from building on that brand awareness. But I somehow believe that for most people, um, they're looking at Facebook to, to really get the money. If you have a large Facebook following, you certainly can generate quite a lot of visits from Facebook to your blog or website. There's no doubt about that. Um, Whether it converts into at the end of the day, that is something you're going to have to judge for yourself and try and measure that. The surprising growth of one channel has been that of Pinterest. What I've noticed with Pinterest is that if you produce a pin that is gets a lot of traction, that pin just keeps on going. It's not like a timeline in Instagram or Facebook that disappears within minutes um, and then you may have to resort to a boosted post and to keep it going a bit longer. With Pinterest, a free pin that leads back to your blog can catch on and keep on going for months and months and months even years. I have a few pins that, particularly when you got something practical like how how to make something, for instance, that can work really well on Pinterest. And I have a few of those that keep a few articles on my blog that are two or three years old and they still remain top of the articles that are read on my blog. And it all stems back to Pinterest. When I look at those original pins, they have hundreds or if not thousands of views and repins. So if you get the right sort of pin it keeps giving back. I think that is a tremendous value that you get out of Pinterest. So anyone with a visual marketing system, any artist producing visual work has to double down on Pinterest as well. And other social channels that uh, that need attention are for me anyway, is um, YouTube and something I have tried to put some focus on this year. And uh, with a bit of focus, as I mentioned, using some of the tips I learned from Brian Dean, um, I noticed an immediate uptick in uh, YouTube followers and YouTube views. Now, I know I have a channel that's still in its infancy, but um, it is growing steadily and that is all one can really ask for. If you're looking at um, growing your YouTube channel, it really comes down to producing good value and consistent uh, posting. But remember, not every post can be a hit and it's a mistake to expect everything to go viral and to try and be the next YouTube sensation. I don't think that is a practical objective. If it happens, then good for you. And that's awesome. And YouTube is not a source of of making money for me in any case. Um, I don't have that sort of uh, massive audience. But uh, it is also an amplification of my work. And the objective is to get people back to my blog and investigating my work a bit more. And ultimately to join my uh, email list and uh, people that I can continue the conversation with. The strategy for me is everything points back to an email list and my blog. People on my email list want to get more stuff from me and they are interested in my career and learning more about me. So I'm happy to help them with that and and keep them up to date and, and give them some extra good stuff and give them the attention they deserve because they're putting faith in me. I'm giving your email list to somebody is the start of a relationship and it could go well. If it doesn't, well, they can unsubscribe and move on. Um, But uh, keep your email list as a central part of your strategy. All of these things taken together, I must also obviously include the podcast, something that has really taken me by surprise. I never expected to be doing podcasts, Um, being a bit of a shy introvert type artist, but uh, maybe podcasts are actually good for us. And podcasts are still very new, something that's going to be growing quite quickly, and it's worth looking into. So take all of these things together and you get a picture of multiple streams. And I think that is really the overall strategy for a lot of artists and people like me building up a a small art-based business. We need multiple streams of income and multiple streams of uh, visitors and multiple channels to try and reach different visitors. So that is the focus. But it's not about being everything to everyone, using every channel out there. It's only a few. And I think they really fall into two main categories for me. And that is writing and video. Those still remain the two most important things when it comes to Google and SEO and the Internet. People are going to be finding you mostly through your writing and in video. And no surprise that uh, Google search and YouTube cover those two bases and they dominate the Internet. So for now, focus on writing valuable and useful articles and producing valuable and useful video. And then the objective is to get as many people um, wanting to start a relationship with you and your business through your email list. And from there, it's up to you. How you grow is your decision. But if you if you cover those bases, growth is inevitable. Just keep showing up and doing the good work. You don't have to burn yourself out as well. This is an important thing to remember. Don't kill yourself creating content. It is about having fun. And that fun will make you share your enthusiasm for each day with the people who are interested in your work and in your life. If you show up tired out, frustrated, stressed out, it's going to come through and uh, people will pick that up. Uh, and then they won't have a positive response to that. So take care of yourself both mentally and physically. You can't show up for work if your health isn't there and your desire isn't there. So the only way to go after it is to have the strength of will and your health in, in a good state. So look after yourself and that is ultimately the most important thing. I hope that um, that overview of what has been working for me in the past few years, and especially this year, gives you some uh, something to think about if you're starting out. Helps you to focus on what's really important. So ultimately, write good, do good videos, put it out there and share it with in a few channels that you really care about and focus on being of value and use to the people who put their faith in you. Right, I guess that is it as a, as a starting point. And, and maybe I can get into this in more detail or a few things in more detail in the future. But um, right now, um, take care of yourself. And uh, I know it's the silly season starting. So be careful out there and uh, enjoy your preparations for the holiday season. Um, take it easy, have fun. If you're going to be doing Thanksgiving and Christmas and all of those things, um, enjoy it. I hope to chat again with you soon. Thanks for your support. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it. Send me a comment, whatever, and uh, we'll chat again soon. And this episode is brought to you by my new course, which you can find on Udemy. It's called How to Add Light to Your Landscape Paintings. It's a two-hour video-based course where I go into the mysteries of using paint to create the illusion of light and color in your landscape paintings. So if you want to dig deeper into the world of landscape painting and how to create lightful paintings, then look out for how to add light to your landscape paintings. You can find that on Udemy right now. And I hope that it can be of use to you as well. Cheers for now.